We are ready again. It is time to beat the body back into submission. I can tell you that this is one day that I have eaten, I have eaten too much, too many calories, too many carbohydrates. So I need to work it off. We uh, finished up this morning with our cardio, and we had a good cardio workout. We had time on the recumbent bike. We had time on my treadmill, and time on the elliptical machine, and time on the stationary bike. And that was a good, healthy workout. Uh, tonight, we are going to continue today's workout by way of weight and strength training. Tonight's going to be easy, though. We're going to use uh, one machine for our pectorials and for our triceps. And th this machine is a resistance type machine. It uses your body weight. I've done uh, three sets from a chest already, but the same uh, uh, the same motion is used for my triceps, except I position my arms a little bit different and I isolate the triceps. The, the triceps are the back of your arms, and the front of your arms will be your biceps. Two sets in the front, and three sets in the back of your arms. So, so far I've done some pectorials, I've done my chest muscles, and now I'm going to do three sets of tricep exercises, and here we go. One has to count. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. So we are doing repetitions because this is a, an exercise for a small muscle group. And since you can't do real heavy weights for a small muscle group, you do multiple repetitions to tune up those muscles, to make them grow and to give them flexibility and you need flexibility in your triceps uh, and keep in mind when you do these multiple repetitions it also helps the cardiovascular system we're gonna we're gonna work out tonight in a fashion that will not be forgettable We'll call it the unforgettable workout. It's like going to heaven. Going to heaven is an unforgettable event. And in preparing the body for spiritual service in this world, we look forward to a brand new body in the world to come. But keep in mind, we said last week that we want to be good stewards 
of this body that God has given us. This is his house. The, the body is the temple of God. He lives in us. Did you know that God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit lives in us? You can look at that for yourself and to log in chapter 2, verse 9, where the scripture says that in Christ, in him, dwells the fullness of the Godhead bodily. In, in other words, the entire Godhead lives in the human body of the Christian. And since God lives in us, we should be good stewards. We don't want to be carrying God around in a dysfunctional body. So we do all we can to make sure that we're good stewards of this of this temple. Now it doesn't matter if you are walking, or you are in a wheelchair, or if you're on your back. If you're able to move, you can do something to strengthen that temple. But here we go right now. We're going to do one more set of tri-step extension. That's what we'll call tri-step extension. Uh, we are pressing forward on this pectoral and, and tricep machine. We're pushing it forward. I'm, I am sitting down on uh, the bench, and the bench is stationary. And I have my feet on the pedals, and the pedals are stationary. They don't move either. So to make this exercise work, you have to press forward with it and extend those arms as far as you can, straight forward to extend those triceps. And then let them back down, let the weights back down slowly so that, so that the resistance can work those triceps. Okay, here we go. We're going we're gonna to do 25, if not more. But someone has to count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 26. I could have done more, but I don't want to show out. <clears throat> Sometimes when you work out for a while, <clears throat> it beats those muscles into submission. And when you're, done, when you're done, you're worn out. So you might need to, to uh, take you some protein supplements. I have two types that I use. I have liquid protein and I have uh, liquid amino acids, which is, which is also protein, but broken down. The broken down proteins are much better for you. They get into your system real good. So if you have a chance to get to the store, or if you order from Amazon uh, through your your Google Home, you can you can purchase some amino acids, liquid if you want to. If you don't want to swallow those large uh, pills, uh, and it, it it helps rebuild your muscles. Amino acids uh, 
what we call the body building uh, nutrition elements of the, of the body. Because your body needs nutrition, uh, the amino acid causes the, the nutrition to be fed to your body, the muscle groups, quickly and efficiently. And that causes your muscles to grow and it causes them to be strengthened. And you don't uh, get tired as quick, you don't burn out as quick because it builds that muscle group up and makes your workout much easier. It makes the weights uh, much easier to move around. To move around. Now, it's time to move on, y'all. We're gonna do one more set of triceps on this particular resistance machine. And then we're gonna go and do some more chest exercises. So here we go, doing the tricep exercise, but someone has to count. Let's go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight. 29 and 30 and 31. So you thought I was going to stop and quit, but I fooled you. I kept it up. I went past 25 and I went one number past 30. Woo! I can shout it out now. Okay, I'm going to head from this resistance exercise machine over to my towel. I need to wipe down the sweat. Uh, the whole body is excreting sweat, water. That means that pretty soon I need, I'll need to go and hydrate myself. I will feel better when I hydrate myself. And I'll be just a little bit stronger because the water helps. All right, here we are at the... At the... Uh, white rack. And on the squat rack, I also have a bench press section. So, so what I'm going to do right now is load the weights up on the bench press. Right now, I'm taking some off. And I'm going to have to lower the bar because I used the bar last time for, for chest and shoulders. So it's a little bit too high to do my bench press. From, from when I load it and drop it down to where I can do my bench press. But I'm not gonna go heavy. I'm gonna do about 125 tonight. Uh, 135 I mean. And we'll do uh, repetition. Now, that will pump up the chest, the pectoral muscles. Uh, but it, it, but it won't necessarily build bulk because I'm doing I'm doing I'm doing uh, repetitions. 
If I wanted to beat them up, I would have to go higher on the weight. And we'll do that from time to time. We'll, we'll go up. I remember when I was a young man, I had a, a Marine Corps buddy who was in the Marines with me. And we go to the gym and work out. And this guy was an animal. He was big. He was about 6'3". His name, his name is Houston Williams. But he was about six feet three, I think. And big old bear. He was strong. He would get down on that bench and uh, he would warm up with 135, 135 pounds. Then he'd go up to uh, 175, 185. Then he'd go up to 225 and rep that thing out about 15 times. And then he would go to 315 pounds. 315 pounds. I'm talking about three 45 plates on each side of a 45 pound bar. So that, that's 315 pounds. And he wouldn't strain one muscle. It, for him, it was like lifting up just a bar alone. He'd rep, he'd, he'd do 15 repetitions of 315 with no problem. He wouldn't even breathe hard. That's how strong he was. I don't know what he's doing now. I know, I know he said he's, he was doing a lot of running, but uh, I think he may be a year or two older, older than me. So I'm not quite sure what he's doing, but I'm sure he's still strong. When I was in uh, the Marines, and when I hung out at the gym, there were quite a few of those bodybuilders. Now, Houston Williams uh, never did compete. compete. He could have, but he didn't. He spent his time working in, in uh, his job in the, Marine, in the Marine Corps, and plus he worked in, in the ministry. So he took, no, he took out no time for bodybuilding shows and that kind of stuff. He just worked out because he enjoyed doing it and he enjoyed the sex and results of it. But he could have uh, competed and he could have won. But that was not his thing. But now I'm telling you something. If you want to work out and, 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 and be a, a winner, you can do it. You can become the best at what you do. I, I wouldn't do it now. I, don't, I wouldn't want to compete now but I could uh, with the with the old men. I can't I can't compete with the with the young fellas. But I can compete with the old men and win, I think. Because I'm a winner. <laughs> but uh, I got to the point now to where I wouldn't want to do that. I want to spend all my time helping people and doing the Doing the Lord's work. I'm trying to, trying to make sure that this bench is lined up correctly. Woo! Are y'all ready to do some bench presses? Are y'all ready to work that those chest muscles? Those pectorals? You, you know, you want what you want to do with the pectorals is to produce bulk in that chest area. And make the chest muscles larger 
then your waist muscles, if you have it in your waist. Well, everybody has, has muscles in their waist, in their stomach. They may be relaxed, but they have muscles. It, it's like being a, a Christian who is not reading the Bible, who is not praying, who is not walking in the Spirit. You can be a Christian, but not a strong one. That's why we're told to be strong. Be strong in the Lord. Because we're, we're, we are not just conquerors. We are more than conquerors. Paul said that we are Nike. And Nike means an overcomer. But we're not just overcomers like Michael Jordan was. Michael Jordan was an overcomer. He could, he could take that basketball and float to the goal and dunk the ball. Uh, it, didn't, it didn't matter who was guarding him. He was an overcomer. That's why he's so little Nike tennis shoes, basketball shoes. But you're greater than that. Because there's one who lives in you that's greater than any, anybody else in the world. Which makes you a super Nike more than a conqueror. All right, I'm going to slide under this bench, y'all. If I don't come out from this bench, call the Marines to come get me. <clears throat> anyway, here we go. I'm going to try to do 10 repetitions. <clears throat> and my, my nose is trying to stop up on me. Ah, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ah, 12. Look at that. Look at that. 12 repetitions. Bench press. I'm not gonna change the weight. I'm just I'm gonna stick with 135 tonight. That way I can rest up quickly, recuperate quickly, and get back under the weights. So I won't bore you to death. We want you to be excited about this workout. So if, if you don't have any, any any weights in your house, uh, if you got some some sodas, some Pepsi's and Coca-Cola's. In the cans, <clears throat> you can lay on your back and push those weights up over your head, over your chest area. If you don't have any canned sodas, use bottled water. Whatever you can uh, that will produce weight in your hands, you can use those. Now, when we're done here with this exercise on the uh, peck the, the deck rack, I call it the peck deck, deck rack, because the weights are on the rack, and I'm working my peck decks. Once we're down here, I'm going to slide this bench out from under the rack, and we'll do some, uh, some dumbbell uh, presses, incline this time, incline dumbbell presses. I used to do a lot of flat bench incline dumbbell presses, but I don't like doing those anymore. So I went to doing incline dumbbell presses. Now that builds your upper chest. It, it builds the upper part of the chest. The, the, the flat bench press and the flat dumbbell presses, it builds uh, your whole chest, so, but it's not isolating the upper part of your chest. Now, there's, 
another exercise if you have a, a bench that will accommodate this exercise it's called the incline bench press your head is much lower than the rest of your body and you lift up the weights and bring them down to your chest and put them back up in an incline position so those are incline bench press and you can do the same thing with uh, the barbell and do uh, oh wait a minute yeah I said that wrong didn't I I sure did incline bench press is when your bench uh, is elevated up on one end and the elevated end you, you push under the bar and that works the upper part of your chest much like the dumbbell incline press now earlier I made a mistake and called uh, one exercise that we're going to do. I call it incline uh, uh, barbell presses, but what I meant was decline. When you lower the bench down below below the rest of your body, that's decline uh, bench presses. Now that's hard because your head is below the rest of your body, but you can do it. But we're not going to do it tonight. I don't think. I might, but I don't think I will. But listen, I got to go. It's time for the show. I'm going to lay down on this floor. Not floor, I'm just kidding. On this bench. And I'm going to do 10 more. Notice I said more. And that's for show. 10 more flat bench presses. Here we go. But someone has to count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, eighteen, fourteen, fifteen. Boy, you guys are giving me some energy. If, I, if you guys were not here, I'd be, I'd be dragging. I'd be doing it, but I'd be dragging. But because you're all in here, I can move. I can show out. I can show off. And I'm breathing real hard, y'all, because this is a hard workout. But we're doing it. We're not going to stop. We're not going to quit. Everywhere we go, everybody wants to know who we are. And I tell them, we are the elite because we are all right we are those who are hidden in christ jesus you know I, um, I was thinking today about the benefits of working out there are major benefits but aside from uh, the cosmetics of your body and the health and physical uh, benefits that you reap from working out, there's also a mental aspect of it, a mental benefit. And that uh, uh, is not just relief from depression, but it also helps with 
anxiety, and those kind of things. It takes the edge of anxiety. There's another word I'm looking for, but I can't think of right now. The, the blood is pumping too good. But uh, it, it, this form of moving your body really, really helps with your mental stability. Every time the heart pumps from, from physical exertion, it takes oxygen throughout the body. It takes energy throughout the body, even in your brain. It pumps up the brain. Right now, my brain is pumped up. I'm ready to go. Here we go. I got one last set on this bench press machine. And then I'm going to slide the bench out and do my dumbbells. Ah, here we go, y'all. Are you ready? You know, if I'm glad you guys are here. You're making my workout so much better. So much gooder. And so here we go. Let's make this a good one. Take this barbell off of the rack. Ah, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, eighteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, ah, twenty. Oh, how about that, y'all? Oh, no wonder Paul says, since then you have been raised with Christ. Set your affection on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. When you die, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. So set your affection on things above. You're a new man, new creation, a new woman. So let's get it on and, and and be strong. Here we go. I'm sliding the bench out from under the rack. I'm gonna find some some dumbbells that are fitted for tonight's workout. Uh, I hate to keep going back to my young days, but when I was a young man. It was nothing for me to pick up 75, 80 pound dumbbells, uh, one in each, each hand, and do dumbbell presses. I've done uh, up to 90 pounds on each side, but that was hard. That was just to show out uh, when my buddies were around. I would never try 90 pounds by myself, uh, but I did it when my buddies were around. Because I could depend on them to catch the weight before they before they fell on me. But I wouldn't do that now. But tonight we're gonna do some 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 light weights, not so light, but light for me. These are gonna be forty pounds. Forty pounds. I got one forty pound right here. One forty. Yeah, another one. I got two forty pound weights. So we're going to do 40 pound weights of, of incline 
dumbbell presses to work those pectoral muscles. That's it. Make the thing incline. I got the bench down in an incline position. And I'm going to go and sit down and grab the weight. Oh! Okay, here we go. I got the right dumbbell. Oh, I got the left dumbbell. Now I got two dumbbells on my hand. No, I don't. They're not, they're not on my hands. They're resting on the bench. But for me to get these up over my head and over my chest, I'm going to have to put them on my knees. Now, for you, if you don't have an inclined bench, you can take a a chair, a dining room uh, table chair, and, and lay it down on the floor. And the top edge of the chair and the inside of it, lay it down on the floor. And lay backwards on that chair. And you'll be and you'll be in an inclined position. And take your weights and lift them up over your head and bring it back down to your chest and back up and back down, back up, and back down. And if you're in the bed, and you don't want to get up, or you can't get up for some reason or another, stack your pillows. Stack your pillows and make uh, yourself an incline uh, station. Just incline your body, and take whatever weight you have, and push them up over your head. Now, if you don't have anything to push up over your head, guess what? Just use your arms to start off. Just start pushing your arms up and down. Now, when you push them up, you can extend the arms to a full extension. When you bring your arms back down, uh, your upper arms should be level to the floor. And push them back up. Here we go. I'm gonna do one set. And I think I can do I think I can do ten repetitions. Let me try and see. I'm gonna put these weights on my knees, on my legs, I'm gonna lay back, and at the same time, with the same motion, I'm gonna put those weights up, push those weights up over my head. Here we go. Ah, there we go. Okay, now. My, four, my upper arms are level to the floor, and I'm going to push my arms up to the, to, to the position with a straight, and bring them back down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ah, y'all not counting. Someone has to count now. If I don't, if no one counts. I may cheat, I may not do, but nine. Oh, and uh, I might do more than ten. So someone has to count. So that's one, one set with ten repetitions and two more sets to go. That will give me three sets of ten, which will give me thirty repetitions. And man, that, that chest is pumped up, y'all. It is pumped up. 
Oh, yeah, it's not hurt. I've, I've worked out so long to where I don't have workout pains anymore. My muscles are used to the workouts. And I don't really go heavy like I used to. And I think the only way that I'll get any kind of heaviness or shortness is that if I uh, exceed my normal um, amount of weight. Sometimes when I do legs, uh, I get sore. Not with the squats. Not with the leg curls or leg presses, but uh, my hamstrings sometimes give me problems uh, and I get cramps sometimes because those small muscles don't want to do a lot of heavy weights. And almost anything that's done with the hamstring with weights is heavy. And when I uh, do my hamstrings, every time I do legs, I often get cramps. But I walk them off and they go away. I drink some water and they go away. Jesus said that all that the Father gives to me shall come to me. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful? You, as a Christian, have been given to God the Son by the Father. That's what he said in John 6, 37. All that the Father gives to me shall come to me. Not some, but all that the Father has given to me shall come to me. The Father gave me to his Son before I was born. The Lord predestined me. He chose me in his son before the world began. Ephesians chapter 1. He, he foreknew me before the world began and gave me to his son. Now, for 32 years, I didn't know his son. I didn't know Jesus. I didn't know God. I didn't know God. But you know what? He knew me. And he had to know me because God is omniscient. He knows everything. God cannot learn anything new. He can never be surprised. So he gave me to his son before the world began. Isn't that wonderful? That's what Christ could say in John 6, 37. All that the Father giveth to me shall come to me. And right now, I'm about to throw these weights up over my head, and the Lord knew that I would do this before the world began. Here we go. And someone got someone has to count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12. See, I'm cheating. I am cheating. I was supposed to do 10. And I did 12. And I did that because you all are not counting. You're not counting. So, Lord Jesus Christ said that all that the Father gives to me shall come to me. 
And guess what? All that come to me, he said, I will in no wise cast out. Some folks wonder if they can lose their salvation. If they can be born again and, and become a Christian and then lose it. Well, Christ said, no. He said, all that the Father gives to me shall come to me. And those that come to me, I will in no wise cast out. Now, this workout I'm doing, if I stop doing it, I can lose muscle. I can, I can lose uh, strength and gain fat. But I can, I can never lose my salvation. Because there's therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. Because for salvation is not what I do. It's what God has done. Second Timothy chapter 1 verse 9 says according as he has called us he has called us and he has saved us and called us with the holy call, a holy calling not according to our works but according to his own according to his own purpose and grace which were given to us in Christ Jesus before the world began. So God saved me before the world began. So what did I have to do with it? I didn't do anything to become saved and I can't do anything to become unsaved. He keeps me in Christ. I'm already seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And God don't make any mistakes. God is omniscient. He knows everything. And, he, and, and, and once again, he knows that I've had a 30-second rest, and it's time to press on. So here we go, y'all. Pressing toward the mark of 10 more repetitions. Ah! Here we go. I got the weights on my knees, and I'm going to, all in one motion, press them up over my head. For one last set of ten repetitions. Here we go. Ah, somebody got to count. Ah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, ah, fifteen. Woo. One of my one of my favorite. Uh, verses in the Bible is Isaiah 26.3 I, I know you know about memory so go ahead and quote it I'm winning now so I can't I probably won't do it right but I, I'll try to quote it while you are doing the same thing if you want to turn to Isaiah 26.3 go ahead uh I don't worry about anything anymore, y'all. When I was a young man, before my Christian days, things would often stress me out. But, uh, 
it was a time of, of of stress and and pain because I didn't know I didn't I didn't know the Lord. He knew me, but I didn't know him. And he had not yet made himself known to me. So, so many things that I went through stressed me out. Finances, you know, you know how you blow your finances as a young person. Relationships, you, you know, you, you you mess up your own relationships, so you're stressed out. But when I became God's son, God's child, He gave me peace. Isaiah chapter twenty-six, verse three says, "He keeps him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on Him, and who trusts in Him." And because. All my thoughts are stayed on the Lord. And he knows that I trust in him. He knows that I have faith in him, that I believe in him. Not only, not only does he give me perfect peace, he keeps me in perfect peace. In other words, I always have peace. And that peace can only be disturbed by my own unfaithfulness to him, my own disobedience to him. That's the only time that that peace can be disturbed. Now listen now. I'm going to take an extra 30 second break here. The peace of God can be disturbed when I see it. When I'm disobedient, when I am unfaithful to Him, the peace of God can be disturbed. There, there, there are times when I cannot experience the peace of God, much like the prodigal son. When he left home and went out and lived a riotous life, he did not experience the peace of God. Of his father. One thing that he didn't have, that, that he did have and did not lose, was peace with his father. His father was the one that maintained that peace with him. So when the prodigal son came back home, broke, disgusted, and couldn't be trusted, the father said, This is my son who was lost and is now found, who was dead and is now alive. Put a ring on his finger, give him a, a clean robe and a pair of shoes with his feet, and, and peel the fatty calf. Let's have a party. In other words, welcome home, son, in peace, which was never lost. Peace with God can never be lost. Because it's not something that we establish. The son never established the prodigal son never established peace with the father. Therefore, he can never lose it. The father is the one who established peace. And with us, God, the father, is the one who established peace between him and us. 
Jadi ada banyak 